season you followed all the action and now it's bowl season and this is the cyclone fanatic bowl betting bonanza brought to you exclusively by the DraftKings sportsbook at wild rose casino and resort let's get ready to make it rain please welcome your host Chris Williams and Todd Kirk. Hello and welcome to, man, a podcast that I am so excited for. It is the Cyclone Fanatic Betting Bowl Bonanza, and we are presented by our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook at Wild Rose Casinos all throughout the state of Iowa. I've been to the one in Jefferson, and it is one of the most beautiful sports books I've ever been to, and that includes... Las Vegas, this thing, state-of-the-art. They have awesome food there. Get the, uh, I like their cheese balls. <laughs> For real, they're amazing. They're amazing cheese balls at the DraftKings Sportsbook at Wild Rose Casino in Jefferson. They've got a great beer selection. And right now, everybody, perk up those ears. You can register to win 2020 season tickets to Iowa State or Iowa. No way. Yeah, if you go and watch the bowl game there. Nice. Whichever bowl games, they're going to be giving those away. They're going to be randomly drawn at the end of the game. Killer. That makes us all worth it right there. My name is Chris Williams. I am joined by Todd Kirk. Now, you've heard Todd with us um, on 1460 KXNO in the 5 o'clock hour on Fridays. And Todd and I have so much fun talking, betting, uh, sports betting specifically, that we want to really start and try and build up a type of podcast and uh we're really glad to have DraftKings, uh the DraftKings sports book at wild rose casino on board yeah phenomenal uh you know kudos to you chris for making this happen i mean i can't take any credit other than uh i happen to know ross who was working with you and this whole legalization of sports betting yeah. was coming down and i just told ross listen i listen to you guys all the time my, my radio was has been set to 1460 forever when this gets done, do we give a guy a chance? Like, you know, let a guy come in. I may not be uh, the best at this. I don't know what I'm doing. I've never done radio before, but I've got passion about it. And yeah. I think the Midwest, we need to we need to put our brand on this. And I can't, you know, then I got to meet you. And I yeah. put this out in a tweet. And you had me at hello, right? <laughs> <laughs> we we kind of clicked. <laughs> yeah. We kind of clicked from the... The beginning. Yep, yep. You had me at degenerate and gambling. And... <laughs> I really believe, and I heard this the other day, and I don't want to opine too much, but um, there was a guy from Vegas. I think it was Jimmy Vaccaro. He's been around forever, right? And he said, you know, back in the day, sharps were really sharp. Like, they were making money. And, and now, it's only about 1%. And I think everything's gone to Vegas, but now like DraftKings in Iowa at Wild Rose Casino. Mm -hmm. This is real. There's now 19 states that are legal. We want to build a brand for the Midwest because I believe we have our own take on it. We no don't doubt. have to be from Vegas to win. But he said only 1% of these guys are winning money. So that seemed, there's going to be a whole brand of people in here that just like to have action. Five bucks. No doubt. So they're going to need this. So we want to be that that the guys from the Heartland that kind of bring it with with their own kind of passion, heart, take on it. You can listen to other people. I, in fact, I, I, I implore you to do yeah, it. Right. No doubt. But the sports book that we have with DraftKings at Wild Rose is phenomenal. And I it, listen, driving up there, making it a, a session with the guys. There's a hotel there, too. Oh, it's a great hotel, too. You can gamble. Yeah, I mean, you got it all there. Yeah. So, you know, it's this is a great time to be a, a part of sports betting, and we're just going to build this brand. So feedback from people. Yeah, no doubt. I implore you to give us feedback. No doubt. And we're going to get into some um, what we're going to do here in the first podcast. We're going to record the other one on Sunday night is the plan. And that'll be the more the meteor games mm -hmm. of, of the bowl season. We got a lot of these. I actually probably had to do more research for these small games, absolutely, because I just I haven't seen as many of the teams play. And and I want to talk about betting on bowl games here. But before we do, uh, we need to remind you if you or someone you know needs gambling treatment, if you got a problem, call one eight hundred 
bets off. You've got to be 21 or older uh, to to gamble on sports uh, at the DraftKings Sportsbook at Wild Rose Casino and Jefferson and all over the great state of Iowa. All right, so I've I want to teach like some of the newbies yep. out there of mistakes that I've made. And one thing I've done over the years, and I still do it even though I'm thinking about not doing it, is on a given Saturday, I'll have action on 15 games. But I get to choose from how many games? 40? Yeah, yeah 50, 60 games. Yeah, whatever. And when bowl season comes around, you often feel the urge to need to bet every game. I have that urge. Correct. Yeah. But it also really limits, like, you can't pick and choose. It's, you, you don't have the options. So, I get it. I'm the type of guy who wants action. If it's Christmas Eve and the Hawaii Bulls on, I want to bet it just so I'm more interested in the game. But hey, I'm man. But it maybe shouldn't be a game because I don't have a good feel on it. Maybe I do. Right. But I use that as an example. It's like I'm having some beers. Oh, I want to. I want to get action on this game. My and that's when it comes down to what are what are you in this for? Are you in this to profit or are you in this strictly for recreational purposes? Amen. Just be be cognizant of that when you get into these bowl games because these are a crapshoot and the. I think betting bowl games is probably the most difficult thing to gamble on in sports because you, you've got motivational factors, you've got coaches changing, you've got coordinator changing. To me, Todd, uh, with, with my, I don't want to say career, but my past of doing this, the next three weeks are the most difficult thing to gamble on, I think, that you can even draw up. Yep. No, and, and you can get a pick from anybody at any time. So the reason... Um, that we love this so much is because there is a lot more analysis that's going to go into these games than we ever did during the year. Yes. You know, you are looking at situational and, and things like that, and that still plays here. You're looking at trends. That still plays here, but the the urge is strong. And, I, you know, I don't know if I want people to really have that, like you said, am I doing this recreational or am I doing this to make money? I'm doing this to make money and recreational, which yeah. is, which is odd. Um, however, don't get sloppy either because you're going to have a pick on something. You can listen to another podcast. They're going to have a pick on something. Um, if you want to bet every game, that's why a podcast like this is out here to give you information. We're going to tell you how we're going to bet, Yes, but it's really the information. So we're going to take the time to dig in and give you some things that may help sway you one way or another. Um, and you mentioned a couple of things that, that too, I wanted to bring up that are very important. Um, motivation in bowl games is probably the biggest thing. So, but the hardest thing to, cause it's not tangible. There's no number on it. So you could look at a game, for instance, we'll get to it. You know, it's Miami in Louisiana. So you've got to think about that when doing this and you have to do your research on who's playing, who's not playing the, there's suspension news. Yes. There's a coach that left all that does matter, but how do you quantify it? I don't know if you technically can. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. But that does come into play when we're looking. I think at this um, stuff. if you're into live betting too, oh, th this is where you could really take advantage. Absolutely. Of that. You know, you see how teams come out. You get that they get smacked early in the mouth. You know that thing's going down. It's not going to turn. Yeah, but you, you can lose some value, but you also have more information. Yeah, which is just invaluable the only thing i would other, i would also say is this there are a inordinate amount of bad teams that play bowls because there's what 43 yes so just be aware of that i mean there are some bad teams playing yeah i, I would also point out too and i'm not i'm not saying this to be boastful i've had a really good record two years in a row on cakes and listen to chris <laughs> but my don't take part of the if you've Pay attention every week yeah. to what I'm doing. I'm oftentimes writing the same 10 teams yeah. over and over and over and Ohio over State. and over. Yeah, again. I get it. Totally. And I can't do that here. Right. So right. like my, my, I think my win percentage the last two years is like upwards of like it's 69, 70% on 80 some games. Which is absolutely 100% phenomenal. And I will tank at some point. I, I fully, I maybe. <laughs> Maybe I won't. Maybe you won't. But my point being, like, I'm using this as an example as to how difficult the bowl games are. 
Um, I, do you have any idea how many weeks I went against Northwestern and Mi- Michigan State this year? Right. Um, when I when I felt like I was catching something on Iowa State unders a few years ago. Yep. There's a lot of different things like that that you can just once you latch a hold of and you feel like you have an edge over the public, you can just keep hammering that week after week after week. I can't do that here. No. <laughs> so no. I, I I I just I can't emphasize enough if you do this weekly like we do and if you put the time into it like we do it's very different it's a whole different animal when it comes to the bowl games and that's why as todd mentioned this is i think that this can be an educational podcast for everybody absolutely and that's why we want your feedback because it's a learning thing chris and when you mentioned this is different i'm actually going to introduce something different i haven't even talked to you about it that i believe is relevant only in bowl season so there are things like that out there during the during this season. It, it's it's that's why it's a bonanza, the bull betting bonanza. Thank you, DraftKings Sportsbook. All right, um, how do you want to dig in? How do you want to how do you want to do this? Let's just go by date. I've got four pages worth of notes, and we're gonna go from the first bowl games, which will be we're recording this on Thursday morning, the nineteenth. First bowl games start Friday afternoon, the twentieth tomorrow yes if you're downloading this today tomorrow if you're downloading this on friday uh, today so listen up and then we are going to go through the 26th of december yep and then again we are going to get together on sunday night for part two mm-hmm. of the bonanza where we will go with the rest of it so that that'll be more games but in our case less research that we have to do because we've actually seen most of those teams. Now, I'm sick and have seen most of these teams. <laughs> I have too. Yeah. So, I was gonna say, what are you talking about? Most of there's actually, I don't know if there's a single team on here that I haven't gotten a chance to watch other than the Celebration Bowl. Yeah, I have not seen the Blazers. I don't but. know if I've seen Florida International. I have. Um, other than that, I think I'm pretty good. I have one other talking point for you because we call Todd. Mr. Mac. Mm. He's Mr. Maction. He studies the Mac. Love the Mac. He loves the Mac. The, uh, would you win money if you just bet against the Mac in every bowl game? Because the reason I say this, 2-15 and 15 straight up in their last 17 bowl games going, going um, over the last three years. So one thing I like to do is I can just um, – you know, let's say that the Mac has six teams. If you just bet against all of them, like, well, if you win four of them, then you win. Right. Now there is, I mean, there's so many, so many trends and I bet you saw the last thing. So they're three and eight against the spread the last two years. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, you're going to win, right? I mean, you're plus five units right there, right? And, yeah. and we're going to have confidence levels on what we do. I should mention that. Yes. So we're going to have our best bets. So that's the top, top of the top. We're going to have likes. I got a couple of best bets in this round. I do too. I have two as well. And we're going to have likes. So that means, hey, listen, we've got some confidence there. We like it. There may be something pulling us the other way. We're going to have a nudge. I mean, I bet I have everything. And then I made up a stupid thing, but the hot diggity dogs. I mean, come on. Okay. Yeah. And that's going to lead to um, my discussion. And I guess we'll get this before we get into the very first bowl is um, I want to find the stats, so I want to make sure that everybody understands it. So I'll find it at some point. But if you're going to play a dog in the bowls, I, I encourage you to put a little sprinkle on the money line because not only will they cover that spread, a lot of them win. Mm-hmm. So when they are covering the spread, the majority of them are winning the game. So you can actually get better odds. So you can you may get plus four fifty on a game and you're betting five bucks, right? Or you, so if you're betting a hundred dollars on uh, at DraftKings and you're getting plus four fifty, that four fifty is a big deal. That's like you won four and a half bets. So sprinkle some on the money line with the dogs that you like, folks. When you're betting them, I'm going to do the same thing this year because they cover an inordinate amount of time. And, and I uh, like a final category for me, and this is why I like to have you in on Fridays as well. Is it's I think it's really good content for our listeners. I like to talk through games. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of times where I'm 50-50 on a game, and, and Todd and I do this via text message, and if we keep doing this podcast, maybe that can just kind of be our new thing. But where um, the more I talk it out, the better a feel I have one way or another. Right. So I have, I think, three on here where I said, I'm going to make my pick on the air. Yep. So should we get going? Yeah, let's do it. All right. We're going to start off. With the, oh, God, I want Iowa State to play in this game some year. 
the makers wanted Bahamas Bowl. And yeah. we're going to read the sponsors yeah, because they're so ridiculous. It's awesome. So we're going to do that. Um, featuring Charlotte, 7-5. and five, Buffalo, 7-5. First bowl game in the history of Charlotte's program. Yeah, they're they're new to this whole. So is Liberty. So we got a couple teams that are new to this whole F, uh, you know, FBS coming from the F, FCS. Do you have race. a feel on this one? Yeah. So in the Makers Wanted Bowl, Mr. Uh, Mack. Oh, listen, this is one of uh, which which happens to be um, one of my best bets, Chris. So wow. I'll, I'll kind of kick this off. Wow. Before I kick it to you, the Bahamas Bowl. Listen, that's your second home. We all know that. Uh, all right, high winds alert. High oh, winds alert. Playing the under? I'm not. I don't to go there. So this opened at 56 and a half over under. It's currently at 51 and going down. Yeah. So we're talking like tropical storm, 40 mile an hour winds. It was windy last year and went over. So I don't want to. There's just a little nudge on keeping that. If you can get it in the 50s, you know, 49, that t- seven touchdown kind of thing, it might be worth a sprinkle. So, um, Let's see. It's among the worst ever tracked uh, by Bet Labs. It's a software company that does this wins. So this is one of the windiest games they've ever wow. tracked. So the Bulls have a really good defense here. Yes, they really do. I mean, they're a good team, good coach. Charlotte loves to run. So that's also why I would lean to that under. So if they average less than 230 yards, Charlotte does. They lose. They lose flat out. 230 yards. That's You're a lot. You're playing Buffalo, aren't you? They have the third best run defense in America. Yep. And they can run the ball too. If you haven't Ninth seen the best them, rushing team in all of college football this two year. Two 1,000-yard rushers. And I'm telling you, Jarrett Patterson is an NFL running back. The guy's legit. So if you got high wins, not so much the under – Makes me love Buffalo because they got the D and they've got the running game. That's a best bet for me right out of the gate at the Makers Wanted Bahamas. Wow. The best um, right now, the line at the DraftKings Sportsbook at the Wild Rose Casinos in Jefferson, Emmitsburg, and Clinton is Buffalo at minus six and a half. Love it. So if you like it, um, hop on it before that could get to a seven. Yep. If there's other people going that way. I'm playing Buffalo to... Um, mainly, here, this is a big deal for me, and I'm I'm a guy who really goes by numbers. I generally bet numbers, but I also like that. There's a reason I think why I'm a, I'm much better in October and November than I am in September. I watch a lot of games. I watched Buffalo play Penn State earlier mm-hmm. in the year. That's a team. It's yep. a legitimate team. Uh, Charlotte at one point in the year was two and five straight up. They rattled off five in a row. They're hot. Um, there could be a little bit of a we're very happy to be here type thing with them too. Meanwhile, you know, Buffalo, um, I like this one a lot. I'm not going to call it a best bet, but I would definitely write it, especially if it's below that seven. Love it. We're on the same page. Okay. Um, let's go to the Frisco Bowl. Kent State, another MAC team, is six and six, taking on Utah State, which is seven and five. This is one of my best bets. Interesting. This All is right. one of my best bets. So you're going to start. This is the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco oh, Bowl. I didn't get the Tropical Smoothie. Tropical Smoothie Cafe, and it's in Frisco, Texas. Um, only the wild stat here. Only the second bowl game in the last 47 years for Kent State. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Utah State's been to bowl games in seven of the last eight seasons. I've watched a lot of those. I've talked about it. Um, Luke Wells, who was their offensive coordinator, former Paul Rhodes Love assistant. This input. I didn't know this. Okay. Yep. Former Paul Rhodes assistant. He, his brother's Matt Wells, now the head coach at Texas Tech. Luke is with them. With that, I watched a lot of their games because Luke's my buddy. Love it. I've seen Jordan Love play a ton. They played a lot of those Friday night type games mm-hmm. on ESPN2. 21 and 10 as a starter. He's going pro after this game. Yep, he has declared. Um, there are some rumors of suspensions and stuff with Utah State. I do have news on that. Okay, we have actual news now? Actual news. Okay. Breaking news. Uh, three players got busted for marijuana. So they have to show up to court on the 30th of December. Uh, this was yesterday, so things may have changed. They are all clear to play. <laughs> So that line, that line went, it, it, it moved down from eight to four and a half and then back to six and a half. 
Yeah, I think I got it yesterday at like five. Yeah, which I think is, is what I got it. Which at. is when that people were thinking that those guys yeah. and Love, the quarterback, was one of those that were cited. I don't even. I don't want to say if they were arrested or not. Yeah. <clears throat> well, he's a stud. He and is a stud. He's the best player on the field. Uh, this again, like, I, if you bet against the Mac all the time, I feel like you're going to come out on top. Both of these teams have bad defenses. I had even considered maybe sprinkling a little bit on the over here. It's, there you go. it's pretty high. Uh, what is it, 67 and a half right now, but I think it's still intriguing. But I love Utah State here. I don't think that this, like, talent-wise is, is much of a conversation. Utah State plays in a better league. They're, they're so used to bowl games. Like, I, I, I think that they win this one comfortably by double digits. Wow, here's, here we go. Yes. Now we're against each other. This is, listen. I love it. We're on the same one first game, and then we get to be enemies the second game. Kent um, State's, they're the golden flashes, right? Oh, they were terrible up until a certain point this year. They got a little hot. If you remember Buffalo. Yeah, they, that they was were an up, upset on a oh, Thursday night. I remember that. I was on the wrong side of that one. So was I. It was like 31-3 to three or 31-7. Fourth quarter, they scored 27 points and, and win the game. Um Kent State is 0-3 in bowls. Utah State is only 5-8 in their bowl games, all right? I mean, so you've got some some trends there. One thing that I thought was interesting, too, is they have two really good kickers. So scoring, you know, made me mean make a difference. I just had a like on Kent State, but after listening to what, what you're going on, um, I'm not going to touch it. And this may be one of those MAC teams you just play against and, and roll. But this is, again, why we like to talk things yes. through. I mean, this is a Utah State team I have intimate knowledge of. I've watched them play a ton over the years. I just, I like, this is especially one, too, if you can get it under a touchdown. I mean, if that goes above seven, yep. I don't know if I would, I, I definitely wouldn't have it as a best bet, but I, I really like it at six, six and a half. Even six and a half, I like it a yeah, lot. Yeah, and I think you got it at five, which is phenomenal because yeah. you got it when the news was out and then they quickly said they're playing. That again goes into, the motivation thing that plays into a bowl, Chris. And, and that's why I put in here marijuana alert because that could affect the team. What do you think they're going to have You're to right. talk about all week leading up to this? Thankfully, it's tomorrow, right? And, and it's they Utah only had State. A week. I and mean, there's Utah not a State. lot of media. No. I can't imagine the, the no. Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bulls swarming, but they'd probably have a decent press box meal. They want smoothies. You like smoothies? No. Okay. No, I don't like bears. If either. you go to the DraftKings Sportsbook at Wild Rose Casino in Jefferson, I can promise you they ain't going to serve you a smoothie. I, no, listen, maybe if there's bush light in it. What is the what's our sponsor for the New Mexico Bowl? Apparently, I don't have sponsors. There is, it, there is not a sponsor. Oh, they had that big deal. There's not a sponsor. Yeah, okay. The stadium is sponsored. It's Dream Style Stadium. Oh, wait a second. I just skipped over your Celebration Bowl. Yes, Celebration Bowl, Mercedes-Benz Stadium um, in Atlanta. I didn't put it down. I've never seen Alcorn State or North Carolina AT&T play. This is a FBS podcast. FCS teams are not welcome. MEAC versus SWAC. Uh, give me North Carolina A&T at two and a half. I'll go on the right side of the hook there. I picked Alcorn State quickly on this wow. one because Steve McNair, Steve McNair, and his brothers, the coach. They do of, have a really good quarterback. Uh, uh, all right, this is Felix Harper. Tariq, I'll go the Tariq, opposite of you. Tariq Cohen was a NCA and T Aggie. Wow. Yeah. Don't they play that? in this game like every year? I thought I read that. Like they're they're in this pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Do you really have a good feel on this, or are you just making a pick? Because I no. don't don't listen to me, guys. I have no idea. I did that because of McNair. Actually, the Aggies are three and one in this game. Um, Alcorn State's never won. But here's the only interesting tidbit, and I dug on everything. Uh, NCA and T is only there <laughs> because the team that actually won got suspended, bowl suspended. So, oh, quote unquote, they don't deserve to be there. So they got a little chippy chip, right? Oh, yeah. oh no one thinks we're supposed to be here. Yeah, they got a stud QB too. Um, it'll be a good game. I actually do think it'll be a good game. The New Mexico Bowl. Yes, another MAC team, mm. and this is a I. I was all over the place on this one, Todd. Uh, it's six and six, or excuse me, eight and five Central Michigan against San Diego State, who's nine and three. Your current line at the DraftKings Sportsbook is San Diego State minus three and a half. Now, let me give you a quick number here. The 
under for San Diego State games this season. If you bet the under on all 12 of them, you're 11 and 1. I know, it's crazy. San Diego State is 12, 1 and 1 all time against the MAC. Uh, Central Michigan is 5 and 1 in its last six games as an underdog. That's against the spread. This game is an awesome matchup if you're a football junkie. Central Michigan, uh, 32nd nationally in yards per play at 6.1. That's San Diego State defense. 10th nationally, allowing only 4.6 yards per play. So you've got a really nice matchup here. This is what scares me, Todd, about betting this game. Central Michigan was 1-11 last year. Jim McElwain, the shark lover, shows up, takes him <laughs> to 8-5, and five, wins coach of the year. My, every ounce of my being tells me that San Diego State will win this game. But I also feel like Central Michigan might be one of those like teams of destiny this is a don't touch it for me. If anything, I might play the under because of the trend with San Diego State, but I don't. I don't like anything about this one. You know what's funny, and, and you put say so. We were writing down what we thought. We did not know what each other picked. That's our goal. Every podcast. That's the way we'll do it until we sit down real quick, just so we know who goes first and second. So, uh, to what you said, Chris, I'm going to read you exactly what I wrote. Too many variables in this game. Okay. There's just, you get one thing that leads you to this team and the other thing that leads you to that team. So, um, Central Michigan has been outscored 92 to 24 in the Bulls the last two years. Uh, San Diego State lost last year 27 nothing to Army. So they have a little bit, same bowl. So they have a little bit going on. San Diego State is really a defensive team. So you saw these unders. However, Last 13 years in this game, the over has hit above 41 every time. Hmm. So situate, right? What's going on? I mean, who wants Central Michigan? I love that story. You remember me telling it. They were my best bet in their conference championship game, and Miami of Ohio comes in and just shuts them down. That was a big loss. Like, to win this thing, McElwain, you thought they were high up. That's the game they wanted to win. Yeah. And they got just trounced. They didn't do anything offensively. So I'm with you. There's way too many variables in this game. I thought, if anything, go total contrary and play the over because of that stat. Interesting. And I just put a little like on it just because. um, That's a low number. uh, It's 40, 40, 41. Bowl games are weird. Crazy things happen. Teams want to score. I'm I'm going to lean, light lean Aztecs here. And again, it comes to my bias against the Mac too. Yeah. I, mean, I just, if I'm ever in doubt with a Mac team, if I, I had a good, strong feel with Buffalo. Yeah, I do too. Didn't have a good, strong feel for Kent state went against them. And I'm going to go against central Michigan here. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind that play three and a half, right. Is what I see the what's DraftKings. Yeah. They got now? it at three and a half. Okay. It started, it opened at uh, San Diego state six and a half. So that line has come down. And, and you know me, and this is a, but for some of our listeners, you may not know, I'm going to buy it down. If it's three and a half, I'll buy it down Get to a field the, yeah, goal. Just a, field a lot goal. of people don't like that. I do. The Cure Bowl. FBC Mortgage Cure Bowl. This is played at Exploria Stadium in Florida. It's a soccer stadium. Really nice looking stadium. Um, this is one of my favorite games. Wow. I know. Um, I really like a play here, too. I didn't put it as a best bet, but I have it as a like. I'll let you go first. All right. So this is uh, this is my hot diggity dog. We're looking for a sponsor for that. Um, I'm going Liberty. Wow. And I'm going to play the money line on them, too. So this opened up at Georgia Southern, nine and a half, and it's down to four and a half. I don't know what uh, – I haven't seen DraftKings lately. I'm going off – these are – my lines are all last Curr- night. So. Currently, the line – via DraftKings is four and a half. Okay, good. So they're they're over under 58 and a half. Yep. Yep. Got that too. So here's what you have. You have Hugh Freeze, real good coach, SEC coach, right? He's the the guy who coached from the dentist chair, (laughs) right? Yeah. From the Barca lounger up in the, uh, up in the sky boxes. Hilarious. Um, This team is new to FCS. So this is, this is all new to them. These guys are fired up to be there. Georgia Southern had some nice nice wins this year. Notably beat Appalachian State, handing them their only loss. Their only loss. Kept them out of the Power Five, likely. Yep. Do you know what kind of offense they run? Yeah, they're an option team. Option team. 
A lot of time to prepare for this game. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing like, oh, the, the gadget of it one week. You know, if Liberty was playing them off a week, I get it. You watch Navy play. If you haven't, I suggest you do. They're a fun team to watch. Teams struggle with Navy, and they end up scoring like 56 on you. They've got time to, to, to ferret this out. Liberty throws it all over the place. They have an NFL receiver. His last name is uh, Gamdy Golden. Really good player. Um, Freeze is staying there, so he's committed to staying there. This is her first year eligible for a bowl and had to get seven wins to do it because they played a couple FCS teams. So remember, Iowa State had that back in the yeah, day. Yeah, Liberty has one of the worst schedules in college oh, football. it's awful. Georgia Southern's option, I talked about that, but they also have a terrible defensive secondary. Um, so I, as a dog, love the four weeks in advance they've had to prepare for this team defensively. I've watched Liberty a couple times. They are a fun team to watch. They're going to score a lot of points. This does not scare me. I'm going to take the points, and I'm going to bet the money line. Give me the flames. Give me Liberty or give me death. You know what? Sagarin has Liberty ranked. Mm. 119th. Is that ahead of Northern Iowa? Uh, 132nd strength of schedule. Yeah. Northern Iowa was 104th. So you and I wow. is ranked ahead of of Liberty. Wow. Um, and I'm, I'm taking them. I'm going to go the other way on this one, and I'm going to use your option deal against yes. you. Yes. Liberty's defense ranked 105th nationally, and that's just FBS teams of opponents' yards per rush this season. I like season. that stat. Um, this one's it, it's a similar play to Charlotte for me. Charlotte ranked, by the way, 117th by Sadrin, um, 126th strength of schedule. I just think that um, there. I, I agree with you, all your points on Liberty, and they're actually fun to watch they this are. year. The phys, physicality is what this one comes down to for me. I don't think Georgia Southern is going to have to do anything to outsmart them. I think that they just have the guys to push them around and. Just, just do, do what they do. Do what they do. Yep. So I'm going to play. I love the fact that it's come down. Yeah. I love the fact that it's down there at four and a half. And full, Five disclosure, points. full disclosure, I've already bet this. I, I bet this it. one last night when we were doing the prep for these. So I'm on Georgia Southern. We're on I opposite I can't ends. wait to text you that flame emoji <laughs> and add the lasers yeah, to it. We're on opposite ends of the spectrum. There. This is going to be a really good game, though. Great game. I, I really believe so. Great game. Yep. The Cherry Bundy Boca Raton Bowl. Do you know anything about Cherry Bundy? No. They make cherry juice. Cherry juice? That's it. That's Cherry Bundy. I'm like, what the heck? What is cherry juice? Like, do you get that? It's like like grape juice. Like people like down south? I've never had it. It might be a thing like with vodka or something. You mix it. I don't know. Mustang. This is one of my best bets of the entire bowl season. I love it. You're yeah. starting on this one. You got a feel on this one? Yeah, I'm, but you're starting on this one. We all know the Lane Kiffin news. Oh, hold on. I should probably read the line. It's a three. Good. SMU minus three. I'm just double. I just want to make sure that it hasn't moved. Nope. Super high over under yeah, here, too. 70. 70. It started at 72, came down to 70, and this started as a pick and has moved to SMU three. I just think that, and this is, again, I, I kind of lean on my eyes here. SMU is a team that I really have kind of enjoyed watching second year under a head coach. I think that Shane Bouchel, the the former Love Texas long court, he's changed everything. Love Last him. year they struggled. They were they were okay, but they kind of struggled to find their footing. Thirty three touchdowns, nine interceptions this year. Very familiar with him and and his career at Texas. And I, you know, Todd, this one to me, it comes down to. Just a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about if SMU could get into the New Year Six. They're ten and two, and then their opponent. I wonder about motivation here. They're playing in their home stadium. I know their coach just left. I think that you have one team that is here to prove. Okay, we're going to win eleven games. Mike Norvell's gone. We're going to be the favorites to win the American next year. Um, we have a lot to prove. Our coach is staying. And I don't know where, you know, FAU goes from being a, a fine program in the Sun Belt to all of a sudden like an it program when Kiffin got there. Now he's out. I just don't know how, like, is it a bowl game if you're playing in your home stadium? <laughs> you know, so I, I 
I'll add all that up, and I love SMU here. It's one of my best bets. Awesome. I'm with you. I'm actually, wow. we're back together right. again. What right. was that like? All right. I love it. No, I think you hit on, uh, Chris, you hit on some of the things that I'm looking at too. And, and I'll, I'll just do a little bit of a deeper dive. Um, this is uh, six se- oh, 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 sort of one way. Sixth season uh, of this game. So sixth time they played it. That's always a blowout, which is interesting. FAU is 3-0 and in bowls. So they do have a good track record. Um, but they did. They lost Lane Kiffin, the D coordinator. Uh, Spencer's taken over, and Taggart at Florida State, who got fired, has already been hired to replace Kiffin. The FAU quarterback, though, is super inconsistent. And you mentioned Steve Bichelle's son, Shane. Um, I watch this team a lot, I bet on them a lot. Uh, they lost one of their top receivers when they started losing. That was a big deal for them, but they've got time to prepare. Sonny Dykes looks exactly like me. It's my doppelganger, so I can't <laughs> bet against him. And uh, SMU he does look just like you. It's hilarious. SMU leads the nation in tackles for loss, and FAU's defense leads the nation in turnovers, but their defense gives up a ton of passing yards. SMU does run. Don't get me wrong. Bouchelle can get out and run. They've got a good running back, but they love to throw the ball. High-scoring game. I'm with you. I think this comes down to what we talked about in the beginning. There's a situation here with the coaching change, being at their own stadium. It's not like a bowl game. You got SMU who wants to win this game. They're driven to win this game. I like SMU. And you're going to paradise. You know, it's not like sending when Iowa State had to go play Boise. Southern Florida. Yeah. Gulf side. It's beautiful. Um, Next one here is the Camellia Bowl featuring Florida International, who's six and six. Arkansas State is seven and five. Your current line here uh, from the DraftKings is Arkansas State at minus two and a half is a slight favorite. Wild um, Arkansas State sat here bowling for its ninth year in a row. Mm-hmm. However, their head coach Blake Anderson is only one and four against the spread in those five bowl games he was a part of. This is really the the kicker for me with these two teams that I don't know much about is Butch Davis's legendary record as a bull coach. He is six and three overall. He is seven and two against the spread in bowl games. Yep. Butch Davis during his career. Full disclosure, I don't know anything about this one. This is a total coin toss for me, and I think Las Vegas feels it's the same way, but I would lean Florida International. Awesome. I've got a nudge on them too. Okay. So the nice thing is we're going to play a money line here too. Let's get a little bit, maybe a 140, maybe see what DraftKings has on that for money line. That'd be interesting. Plus oh, 118. Okay. Hey, a little something extra, yep, 10 yep. bucks. Um, it started at two and a half. And this has been bet down. Um, this is, uh, so the Camellia is actually, uh, I think it's Alabama State Flower. By the way, I'll be damned. So this is uh, this is the stadium that used to host the Blue Gray game, uh, home of Alabama State. Uh, let's see. Over the last let's see five years, Arkansas State uh, four and seven. Sorry, that's seven years in bowls. Their coach. There's some motivation here that I that you didn't touch on that I think probably people will remember. Uh, but the coach's wife passed away of breast cancer earlier this year. Oh, okay. The week before they were playing Georgia and the whole Georgia stadium, like the students. I remember that now. Yeah, they wore pink for him, and then Georgia went out, went and blew him out like fifty three to nothing. Um, I believe the wrong team is favored to hear, Chris. That was as simple as this. You've got a you've got a really good coach of Butch who does need this win. He really does. He hasn't been as bull successful at FIU as he has before. They need this win. Arkansas State's defense is awful. So I'm going to ride FIU too. I have it as a nudge. You have it as a like. Two and two is an underdog um, is Butch Davis in bowl game. So, yeah, he's, he's about 500 yep. in this spot particularly. All right, next up on the docket, and I do want to uh, give a shout-out to our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook at Wild Rose Casinos in Jefferson, Clinton, and Emmitsburg. If you do a $50 wager, you get a choice of two free drink tickets or one free appetizer voucher in Cheese Jefferson. Balls. That's in Jefferson. $50 wager, two free drink tickets, that's cold beer, and some cheese balls. Get the cheese balls. They're, they're amazing. If we go up there, like, We'll have to do that. On New Year's Day, okay. you could have like 10 baskets of cheese I'm balls. I'm just going to have so many cheese balls. 
the Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl. This is one of my need to talk through it type games. Love it. You've got Boise State at twelve and one. You've got Washington at seven and five. Your current line: Washington minus three and a half. The over under is at fifty. Yep. Chris Peterson is, you know, quitting after this game. It's also you have to remember he used to coach at Boise. Big. Boise has won this game four times since 2011. Very familiar with Las Vegas. Here's the deal, and, I, and this is this is a total stay away game for me. Who's more motivated? Because it, is Washington motivated to play for their coach? Or, like, my gut tells me that Boise's the much more motivated team here. They're like... They they dominate the Pac-12 in general. I don't know what I don't know if you had that number. I do. Yeah, I'll give you some stats. Um, they're really good against Pac-12 teams. Boise to me, anytime they get one of those Power Five brands, they seem to kind of puff up. But I don't know. Like I think Washington still at, at seven and five is better than them. I think Boise had a they had an odd season with their quarterback injuries. Um, I think their leagues down in general, compared to what a lot of us think of when True. we think of the old Boise teams. Yep. Uh, this is a total stay-away game for me because I, the Peterson deal makes it really weird. Yeah, I think the way you put it, though, think about it. They, they kind of cancel each other out, right? You know Boise wants to beat him because he left him, and he's done retiring. So there's motivation there. And you know Washington wants to send their coach out on a, on a winning note. So I just feel like that, that cancels yeah. out. Um so this game is played at, at UNLV Stadium. It's it's not all that nice. This uh, this will actually be this this game will will increase in importance next year because yeah. it's going to the new Allegiant Stadium that they're building in, for the Raiders and their new um, alliances too, right? Yeah. It'll be a Big Ten or an SEC team. Yeah, okay. it's going to be huge. I mean, everybody wants to go to this is the former California Raisin Bowl. Remember nice. those guys? Do you I remember do. the oh, dancing yeah. raisins? I love the California raisins. There's an interesting stat on this game. So I know you don't have anything. I, I like Boise State here. You do? Okay. So um, that's my gut. Two Washington players are sitting out. One of their real good offensive linemen and their tight end, their number one receiver, are both sitting out for the draft kind of stuff, right? No injuries. They still have their quarterback who had a very subpar season. This Washington team was um kind of Jekyll and Hyde-ish a little bit this year but overall last three years the Pac-12 th- th- this is uh thanks to Chris Felica he's the bear and I hate bears uh four 17 and one against the spread bowl games Pac-12 is oh man that includes a one nine and one mark as the favorite Pac- oh that's Pac- a great stat Pac-12 teams are four and 12 straight up in bowl games over the last two years so one nine and one is the favorite we're going to keep that in mind going forward and I believe um oh, Boise State is seven and two against the spread with five outright wins as an underdog in bowl games that includes an outright win over Oregon in this same bowl as a seven point dog so uh, the Broncos have won five of six and 10 of their last 13 games versus Pac-12 opponents. They feel like they've been left yeah. out, right? I yeah. mean, when the Pac-12 was doing all that stuff, these guys, you brought, you you love this whole conference alignment thing. Oh, I do, yeah. I bet there's some good dig. I didn't dig any further, but they felt left out. They feel like they should be in the they Pac-12. They feel like they should have been in the Pac-12. Yeah, exactly no right. No doubt. No, I, well, they were going to – didn't they go to the Big East for like a year or something like that? They did that? something wonky. Yeah, it was something super odd. Yeah, I'm I'm going to lean Boise, Boise with baby. you, but I don't know if I'll actually bet it. But you kind of have talked to me because that was my initial gut. These stats really help. I mean, I love that stuff. I, you always – in your mind, you know. Right. You know Boise's good in bowl games. You've seen them do the great no plays. But th- think about it. That was like 12 years ago. And that might be the best job that Harson's done since he's had it. Like, with all their quarterback injuries, oh, if you followed that. Brock like, Meyer. I don't, honestly, I don't even know who started. I don't think it really matters. I don't think it does either. The R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl features UAB – a nine and four team versus Appalachian State, which is twelve and one. I want to point out to you the Sagarin. Oh, I need to find my Sagarin ratings. I oh here they are. Uh, stupid ad popped up. UAB is way down there, one hundred and seventh, one hundred and thirty eighth strength of schedule. 
for you. Is that UAB. worse than Liberties? Yeah. Wow. Yep. That's worse than Liberties. I can't take two of those teams. The, the DraftKings Sportsbook has this at a 17-point spread. Um, App State notably lost its coach to Missouri. They promoted from within. It seems to be a pretty popular hire. They're the four-time defending Sunbelt champs. Uh, I'll, I'll, lay, I'll, I'll choke it down and lay the 17 points. I, just, I think UAB, because of that schedule, I think that their record's inflated. That, but I, I don't think I would probably bet this game. I just probably stay away from me. I have App State as a like for me too. Okay, so we're back to being friends again. Um, UAB scoring is an is a big issue. <laughs> Appalachian State scoring is not an issue. In fact, UAB lost their conference championship game forty one to six. Yeah, it's kind of like that Central Michigan thing. What have you shown me lately? Yeah, going into a game that you really want to win. And you come up flat like that. Here's the other thing. App State has great pass rush and a great defensive backs. UAB is going to not be able to score on this team. Uh, they turn the ball over way too much. 25 turnovers on the year. App State only has nine. If you look at bowl games, teams that win the turnover battle, it's like 83%. So I like to find these odd little turnover differences. That's a big difference when you're talking 25 to nine. So we like App State here. App State is a like 16 and a half is much more palatable than 17. Uh, so if you can get it locked in now, however, that number has been bet down because it opened up at 21 and a half early. Oh, so some value here. Yeah. Yeah, it's at 17 right now. Uh, like you said, betting numbers, Chris. I mean, I yeah. think that's a smart way to go. I'm not smart. I'm not the sharp guy right now. But when I saw that number at 16 and a half, that's, that's betting a number too. All right. The Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. Yes. UCF 9 and 3 against Marshall who's 8 and 4 currently 17 and a half and um here, here hot take I think UCF is constantly overinflated when it comes to the Lions I think that them and I think Boise is like Boise cuz they always play those like Friday night games where there's only a couple games going on and Boise's the only team that people recognize and they get bet up I think UCF is that in 2019 I'm. I think they had a disappointing nine and three season, and here's the thing I like about it. It though. was disappointing, yeah. no doubt. This Marshall quarterback Isaiah Green is mobile. They're going to keep it on the ground. Doc Holliday is a defense and love Doc Holliday yeah, defense and run the ball first. Seventeen and a half. I like Marshall here. Are you gonna, would you bet the money line on that too? Seventeen and a half. Money line is plus five twenty five. Dude, there's where you're going to get. That extra little ching right there. So I like it. I, I like it is good enough for me. I'm with you. I like oh, you're it. You're on this one. I like me. it okay. too. Yeah. So what are you going to go money? Money I'm going line? money line too, but I'm still going to bet the odds. Right. I still want to bet that. I want to get my 17 and a half. I can get it. Yeah. Yeah. I still want to win the majority of my money when I, so when I'm saying money line, just to be clear, I want to get the majority of my money with the number, whether I'm betting, uh, especially betting the underdog. Now when I'm going to do money line, it's just a sprinkle on it just to say, Hey, I can bet ten bucks yep. and get five twenty-five. Yeah, that's worth it because I think Marshall's going to win this game. So, wow. Gasparilla, do you know what that even pertains to? Uh, no. So, it's, is it a mower? It's, it's a mythical pirate that apparently lived in Tampa Bay and pillaged that area wow. southwest. Yes, Jose Gasparilla Gaspar was a mythical pirate. Man, yeah. So here's here's good stats. Uh, Marshall six and six and zero oh under Holiday's coach, twelve and one since ninety seven in bowls. Those are good numbers. So what's that mean? Money line and the Florida teams in this bowl game, they stink. UCF is one and four in their last five. So bowl we have games. a strong lean here. We have. I'm liking. If Marshall. we're both together here, this isn't the best Marshall team we've ever seen. But the thundering herd. There, there is. If you ever saw the story about that team, that their whole football team died in a plane crash in 1972. Yeah. There was a movie, phenomenal movie, and yeah. I believe that was all right, all right, all right. He yeah. was, he was the guy in it who took over after. They have a culture, and they that do. that culture it's runs a proud football school. No matter what, they will show up, and you're going to win some money, folks. The SoFi Hawaii Bowl has BYU at seven and five. Hawaii in its home stadium at nine and three. DraftKings Sportsbook says BYU is currently a two point favorite. Mm. Um, 
the, full disclosure, this is a game where I don't have a great lean. I think I could you could talk me into both sides. My lean would be BYU because I just think they're a better team all the way around. Yep. But um, there's contrasting styles here. Which one wins out? All that. I wouldn't touch this game if it was like an afternoon game on a Saturday, but I'll be drunk on Christmas Eve and I'll probably you're betting it. this. Yes. And you're, and you're going to win. So I have a, you best, like BYU? I have a best bet on oh, this game. Wow. Look out. Uh Oh, ding, ding, ding. I'm, I'm betting the under and you would think, why BYU? Whoa, this is crazy. The unders only covered once in the last eight years in this game. Um, so just on that alone, I think I want to see that line go up. It's gone from 62. I don't know what DraftKings has it at now, but I had it 64 last night. 63 and a half. 63 and a half. So it's kind of hovering right there. I like the under, a best bet on the under on this game. I also like BYU. I'm with you. They went 5-0 and versus teams that throw the ball over 30 times. Hawaii averages 32 throws a game. That's all they do. Um, so it's even better. They've got an even better record uh, when strength meets weakness, and I think you have that here. So Hawaii is the wor- nation's worst turnover team, so they're minus 14. Again, back to that turnover number. It's like 83% if you win the turnover battle. BYU's picked off 15 passes, which is like third most in NCAA. So they've got that good defensive backfield. They have three quarterbacks. BYU's kind of that team that will travel anywhere and play anyone because they're independent. Yeah, they're uh, used to it. They're used to it. They played the Hawaii. They know following. this. following. They'll have a lot of fans there. Yeah. Even though I'm betting the under as a best bet. Isn't that weird? I like BYU too. This is my ultimate stay the crap away game. The walk-ons independence bowl. Interesting. Miami at 6-6. Six and six, Louisiana Tech at 9-3. and three. Uh, the current line is Miami by six with a 50-point over-under. Do you have a good feel, or do you want me to tell you why it's a stay the crap? No, I want I to hear, uh, hear why. I've got some stupid facts, but I do have a little bit of a nudge on this game. Well, so first of all, Miami at six and six is a little deceiving. Mm-hmm. Like if you – they had a lot of really close calls. They're a little bit Iowa State-ish in the sense that, you know – Kind catch of beat a, who they were supposed to beat. Yeah, I mean, they lost to Georgia Tech. Like, catch a pass here, though, pick up a fumble there, and they could be 8-4. and four. Right. The, the problem, though, is it's Miami. It's Miami playing in Shreveport. There you go. It's the fact that Skip Holtz is 5-1 and one as an underdog in bowl games. There you go. He's 7-3 and three straight up in bowl games. I think Miami uh, obviously has a lot more talent here. I think that they have, um, you know, I I think that their, their record is probably a little deceiving on the negative side. I think all the intangibles go with Louisiana tech in this one. If I, what I would do, Todd, if you're like, okay, you got to bet this one. I would wait until kickoff because my guess is a lot of that public money will come in on Miami I hope you're right. Do you think so? Yeah. But I, right now, it's not. All no. the sharps are all over Louisiana Montana. Tech. I think I saw like 87% of the money on the Action Network was, you know, they had the little deal where you can see where the money. I love at. that, by the yeah. way. Um, but I, this is a stay away from me. I, this one scares the hell out of me either way. No, I think you... you What's great is we're thinking of like, I mean, folks remember kind of Chris and I are doing this together for the first time, but yeah, we don't talk about these games. Not at all. We We, we made sure we didn't. Uh, Chris brings a lot of good stats. He brings the records, things that I don't look at. I throw kind of throw them out, which is great. So you're getting kind of diverse knowledge, but you are thinking a lot of the same thing. So let me, let me point these out again. Uh, Miami is two and 10 since 2004 in bowl games. All right, good stat. Wow. Louisiana Tech is 5-0 and under Skip. Louisiana Tech's quarterback, Jackson, was out when they were losing a couple games. They, this is a tough team, a good team. Skip Holtz is a Holtz. These guys are master motivators. That's in Louisiana. They want to be here. Does Miami want to be there? When it gets cold and these guys travel, that's a big deal. 
That is a big Don't deal. Don't you think public money, though? Because most of the public hasn't bet yet. No. And, and you know what? These lines are all set up with some of the stuff we're talking about. I don't want to act like you and I have this privy information and we're coming up. You can, you can get some of this stuff. But what we're bringing is what we've seen and what you know our inner thoughts tell us. So that's the difference in what you get out of this podcast. Um, so Jackson is 17 touchdowns, four interceptions. Very good quarterback, and they're nine and one when he starts. We're both leaning LaTeX. I like LaTeX here. Um, this is nudge territory. Yeah, for me Miami's the worst third down team in the nation at twenty six percent, and Louisiana Tech is third best at forty six percent conversion. I love that stat. So they're they're almost they're double what Miami is when they get the ball in third down. Uh, Louisiana Tech's D is also stout on third down, which plays right into the weakness of Miami. So strength meets weakness right there. Uh, Miami has two defensive starters that are sitting out, both on the D-line, because they're going to the NFL. There's a lot to like about getting six points, and you sprinkle that money line, yeah, you're going to get a little got, benefit. It's Louisiana Tech. If you're going to play that money line, this is the one to do it. Yep, it's Louisiana Tech. All right, final one that we're going to do here until we record part two on Sunday. It is the Quick Lane Bowl. Featuring Pittsburgh at seven and five out of the ACC, we got another MAC team for Todd. Eastern Michigan at six and six. Let's dial up the DraftKings sportsbook. Eleven. Eleven point line. You're over and under forty nine. A lot of numbers right around fifty mm. in these bowl games this year. It's it's fascinating. Do you have a lean here, or this is a another just a weird game to me that I don't yeah. I'm not that crazy about either way. You know, it's fun though. We're going to end up against each other on this game, so I have actually a like. Okay, and and this I like to bring this up too. This is the former Little Caesars Pizza Bowl. Pizza, pizza. Yes, and the reason it's not anymore is because the Detroit Lions said, we want to have a bowl game in Ford Field, and we're going to have the Big Ten, and the Big Ten commissioner got involved. Like, like, that's great. We want to have this bowl game. So an interesting fact, a lot of these bowl games are actually owned and run by ESPN. Correct. A lot of them. Yeah. So I like these unique ones that aren't. You know, you get like San Diego Holiday Bowl and in Tempe, you get the Fiesta Bowl that are run by the Thunderbirds. But ESPN has come in and swapped up a lot of these. But this is a an interesting game. Yeah, because then they like the business model. Then they go and sell the advertising. Live sports yep. are king. And yeah. yep, and they want to promote. They want to promote the Big Ten. They want to get. Hey, we want to get SEC versus Big Ten. So uh, this actually sprung out of that game and has played at Four Field. Pizza Bowl tried to stay alive but they couldn't they were going to play at comerica park which is a baseball stadium i actually saw iowa state win into baseball stadium um those are actually fun games but the turf is terrible with pinstripe bowl they still play yeah do they still do that one in san francisco too i don't know those yeah, fields are yeah terrible. yeah they do there it's the red box bowl now yeah i think is what it's called i haven't even looked that far yeah uh both these teams are bad at bowls pits one and six lately eastern michigan's one and one and three overall uh, Pat Narduzzi at Pittsburgh is winless in the bowls, but Pittsburgh's the better team here. And Eastern Minute, uh, listen, this is Mr. Mack here talking. They finished last in their division and they're in a bowl game. Earlier on, I said, how are these bad teams in? They finished last. This is not a good team. Pittsburgh is going to blow them out. I'm a like a nudge. You like EMU. You like the EMU. Yeah, just because it, I don't know. I don't really like Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh and Narduzzi. And like I've, every time I watch them, they let me down. Aren't they? It's kind of like how my wife views me. I'm basically Pittsburgh and Pat Narduzzi to my wife. Oh, I, I don't know. I, here, here's why. It's Chris Creighton's. So they had only gone to one bowl in EMU history prior to his arrival. That was the 1987 California Bowl. Remember that? No. Neither do I. That might have been. the No, I don't remember. Three bowl games in the last four years. Um, they're probably going to have more fans. I don't know. I don't like this game at all. Yeah. Um, but I'll take 11, I guess. This was a better friendly team. Last year, they were yeah. actually pretty good. But they finished worst in the MAC yeah, in their and, division. And you know the MAC better than me. So you're actually kind of swaying me the other way. I just think you bet against these guys. I know it's 11 points. Okay. And that's an odd number. I, I, I have to stick to my rules. And I'm all about rules when you're doing this. 
in my if I'm a tweener in a Mac game, I'm going against him. You've got to. You've swayed me to pit. You got to. You've swayed me to pit. Did I even did I even bring did I have my Mac stat? What was it? Did I already yeah. talk about okay, good. about how bad they are? Yeah. And we you know, as we get into these later games, Chris, there's some really good there's some really good stats too that go kind of conference by conference. And I don't think you again, there's a trend for everything. Uh here is a Miami is actually one and eight straight up in their last nine bowl games. So uh, that's a big deal. I know I'm going back uh, two and nine against the spread in their last eleven bowl games. Back to that La Tech game, but yeah, I mean, there's some good conference things that you want to latch on to and look at. That is it for part one of the bowl betting bonanza. How long did that even take us? That's an hour. That's good. Good listen. Quick yeah, listen. That's an hour. Uh, we're gonna knock out the rest of them when we come back on uh, Sunday night. It'll be late Sunday night when I get it posted, but y'all will get up on Monday morning and you will have that for you. Again, we want to thank our friends at the Wild Rose Casinos in Jefferson, Clinton, and of course over in Emmitsburg and the DraftKings Sportsbook. That one up in Jefferson is sweet. And a reminder that you can register to win 2020 season tickets to Iowa and Iowa State during their bowl games. If you go and watch the game there at Wild Rose Casino in Jefferson, so it'll be the Holiday Bowl for Iowa, obviously the Camping World Bowl for Iowa State. We'll pick those games in the next one. Can't wait. Um, they're going to have a drawing at the end of each game where they're going to give away season tickets, uh, food and drink specials along the way. That's huge. Got to be 21 or older. And you got to have a club wild card, but those are free to register. It's takes, super easy. It takes five seconds yeah, when you walk in. super easy. So, Yeah. Best, that's, that is the best sports book in Iowa. There's no not doubt about it. Not even close. Not even close. It's not even close. And what's the drive? 40? It's not, yeah, it's not bad. Love it. It's easily under an hour anywhere you're at. And again, take the guys up there. Who knows? Maybe we'll, uh, as we get going on this, have a little event up there and, and do some fun stuff. We'll, we'll do some stuff. Maybe we can have like a... Um, overnight like poker party yeah. tutorial but that place is phenomenal go and um, check that out all right uh, he's Todd Kirk thank you brother thank you good luck I think we too should post these on the forums yep. and the and I'll put them on the front page of Cyclone Fanatic where we where we have our picks perfect and strongly you know yep how you categorize we got the nudge the like the hot you didn't have a hot diggity dog though chris you're gonna have to look for a i hot will diggity i will dog. have some hot diggity dogs we need a sponsor for the hot diggity dog actually jared's talking to these some corn dog people oh perf state farm corn dogs no good we don't like those anyway that's what i was gonna brand. say we don't like a different those. brand i think that's a great sponsor yeah that's a really good point the corn dog yeah we'll look into that awesome all right he's todd kirk i'm chris williams thanks for listening guys good luck